Hi everybody and welcome back to the Gentleman's Talk. The dulcet tones of James Dean Littlejohn are back. We are here again. I am dedicated. I am fucking grinding through this to get to get smashed in. Um, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, I've been sat there today. I've had another quiet day today. Um, which, you know, has its its ups, has its downs. You know, the downs are you do reflect quite heavily when you're on your own. I'm on my own at the moment. As you well know, my family are away at the moment. Um, it becomes a little bit lonely, though. Sometimes you kind of, and I think more lonely in the sense of I'm comfortable in my own in my own company. I really am. Um, what I mean in the loneliness aspect is is those intrusive thoughts. And it's in in it's just that when the intrusive thoughts come in, it gets to the point where you're like, "Fucking hell, just just fuck off, just fucking do one," because you kind of go like, "Oh," and then you. Your mind naturally, when you, when and this is why I fucking hate mental health problems. I really, really fucking do. And even today, I was reflecting a little bit on the of the sense that it's crazy how the. I mean, the fact that we are all unique. I have to accept that. Obviously, we're all those fingerprints of life, um, and we all we're all individuals. But it's crazy how people deal with life differently. I've been reflecting quite heavily um, of recent on little things like the people around me. Um, I have like a small select group of friends, um, which isn't a bad thing. I said, like I said, I've, I've nurtured those, the right people around me. But uh, it's really crazy how the people that are still around me now, and, and bearing in mind, I've been around, you know, I've had, a, I've had a lot of friends on and off. But the people that have really stuck with me are are two people. And it's really fucking crazy how those two people have stuck with me through pretty much my um end of teenage years all the way through my adulthood right up until my 40s and that is um my best mate kieran and my wife zoe the only two people that i can hand on hearts and this isn't a, a disrespect to everyone else um but they're the only two people that have been able to withstand me for this long knowing that i'm and it's because of their personality they're very laid-back individuals they they don't like confrontation. They don't like. They, they don't mind. You know, they'll roll with whatever I say because I'm like, oh, it's going to be fucking fun. And I've said this, you know, all the way along. I plan everything down to a T. That they've just gone. No matter what he fucking decides to do, it's going to be an epic memory. And they're the only two people. It's quite interesting, but they're the only two people that have literally and it's been, you know, gone, been there the whole time because I've never, I've never fallen out with them. Never, literally, I think, you know, hand on, hand on, never fallen out with them. And it's quite a crazy coincidence, isn't it, really? That the people and the people that I like around me that are, that are pockets, they're pockets of energy, po pockets of dopamine for me. And it's like they all offer me really, really good stuff. But it's kind of like, you know, I don't know, it's a bit of a funny one. But I, but I've even noticed that, like, even my dad, like, so me and my dad used to, and this is where I've been reflecting quite quite heavily today, that me and my dad, we, we, we clashed like fucking crazy when we were going through um, through, through my teenage years. And, and now, now knowing what I know about my mental health, um, if he'd have been supported by some sort of system, if it had been in place and we'd understood about mental health and all that sort of stuff, um, he, he probably could have dealt with it a lot better. And I don't mean that in a negative sense, as in like he dealt with it shit, because he didn't. He did a, a fucking amazing job. Um, and I will say that. Uh, you know, my mum and dad did a, f they, they both did a, a fantastic job with what you could describe as a fucking hard son to fucking raise. Like I said, um, I was a nightmare. I almost put my dad in hospital when I was younger because I never fucking slept. And these are all conditions of like the ADHD. This is all, 
you know, and I'm, it's because I'm researching my my past now that, that these things are coming up. But it's quite interesting that my dad now, like as he's got a lot older, um, he's very subdued in the sense that he's he's relaxed. He's not he's not as um, competitive now. He just wants to make good memories. And it's almost like that's brought us over the last few years intensely closer um, as father and son. Do you know what I mean? It's, and there's a really, really special bond. Uh, and, and I was reflecting on that today. And it's quite interesting that my personality has driven a lot of this. My personality and the way I deal with life has driven a lot of, um, you know, who's around me. And, and, I, and when I say, like, you know, sort of nurture what's around you, it's actually probably directed to me because I, I need to do that. Um, it's a bit of a funny one, but that's a reflection point. And I've had, like, say, I've just been sat there this last couple of fucking hours, you know, or last most of the day, just sort of going over things. And you kind of go, oh, okay, that that makes sense. That's a little bit understanding why that is. Um, and then it's kind of even when I was when I sort of developed into the depression and the PTSD, which which was had a fucking stranglehold on me, um, because you know you've got to remember you. ADHD, like I said, for me, and that's what I talk about in my premium content, um, it, it's not really a relevance to me um, in the sense that I'm I'm 40 odd now, so <clears throat> all it can all it, all it's really doing is helping me to go onto a medication route to try and bring down some of the symptoms if required. Um, so you know, for me, it's more about um, understanding or or helping me understand why I was the way I was when I was younger. But you know. The baseline of it is they they now battle each other, and this is what I'm learning about myself. PTSD that I've suffered from, um, it battles the ADHD, and and then you you these all link, and once you have these constant like it's like a it's like a circle, a constant circle of like sadness, happiness, sadness, happiness. I've got one fucking condition fighting the other condition, you know. I, I've got even though I try to instill coping mechanisms all the fucking time, my brain, and, and we all know how complex the brain is, it just doesn't want to acknowledge it and let me deal with the fucking problems. And it just wants me to constantly go into battle all the fucking time. And that's really been shown um, the last couple of days. In fact, actually, I was reflecting today and something I want to talk to you about because for me, this is like a sign. And most men can probably relate. Now, I don't know whether this is linked to me, um, but the the longer, or, or it's linked to just how men are, I don't really know. Um, <clears throat> probably something you'd all fucking chuck back at me, actually, um, which would be good. Um, but for me, it's um, the last couple of days I've noticed, um, I, I'm, I'm quite regular. I normally, in the sense, I, I normally... Um, I say regular in terms of the shower. I normally shower twice a day. I normally, you know, I'm on point with my medication. I'm on point with um, everything. You know, life eating structured. I eat healthy. I was, you know, I really do well on my fasting. The last three fucking days have been horrendous. Now, that's like put everything out of kilter. Absolutely everything out of kilter. It's put out um, my diet. It's put out my shitting routine, if you like. So normally I'm quite a regular guy. Most guys are quite regular. It always baffles me when I talk to her fucking... I, I think I remember a conversation with my, dare I say it, my sister-in-law. And she, we were we were in the middle of town. And I think I was about 25, something like that. And um, we were all in a little group and we were huddling. And we were talking about going for a shit. And everyone was like, yeah, I'm quite regular. Maybe twice a day. I'm going to digress a little bit here. Um, but I remember her saying, she's like, oh, no, like every four or five days. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
and, and supposedly I think it's quite common for women to not go that regular I'm like fucking disturbed if I don't go once a day um, but you know anyway I'm, I'm not going to digress into that because that's not where it goes but then um, but what I have noticed obviously is since I've stopped looking after myself since I've I've been you know I, I'm trying to remain chirpy um, but I have noticed I've stopped showering last three days I haven't showered I'm in the same fucking clothes I'm in the same fucking boxers I, I've just literally sat on the sofa watching fucking TV. I've had zero motivation. I've just been eating sporadically. Um, I, I've just got, you know, these are all things. I haven't done my hair. I haven't fucking put oils on my beard. I've now noticed I haven't taken my fucking um, antidepressants for three days. And I've started to get these. You'll know if you've ever been on antidepressants. If you go longer than like 24, 48 hours, um, <clears throat> I start getting these like um, weird head feelings. So like it's almost like I'm spaced out. And it's almost like my eyes flicker. And it goes... Bleh! it's almost like i'm getting reset you know it's, it's a bit weird where you walk past like a, if you try and imagine it as um you're walking past an old tv or something in a computer game or something like that and then you you, you kind of go and it sort of changes like a little fuzz i get that that's because i haven't taken so i was sat down earlier and i was like um james um you've got a fuzz there mate and, and i've just got one now because as soon as i stop and I, and I think i get this little fuzz feeling and that's that's my body saying you haven't got this chemical in your body anymore so you need to fucking sort it out and it fucks my eyes makes my eyes flicker um so it, it's like a first sign that basically says i've taken it and i think my tablets are out of my system in 48 hours probably even 24 but they do come back in just as quick but um i that's probably why i've actually been yeah, a little bit low. Uh, okay, well, James, there you go. You've just fucking sold yourself, mate. Take your fucking medication, you wanker. <laughs> what a knobhead. Um, but, it, well, no, because it isn't. Because, it, you know, I'm, I've not had any... I've not had any help flares or anything but or anything like that but i've just kind of noticed that um i've not been up with my routine because you know and, and i spoke quite heavily in the in my podcast uh, a man without a purpose it, and, and it is very much true for me if i don't have purpose i become very lazy I, I you know i've noticed that i was feeling quite slim last week i was feeling quite trim and i bought some new t-shirts today i feel fucking fat and chubby and i'm just sort of sat there because i've not done anything i've not done my routine for walks i've not drank plenty of water i've not done all of the things that i should be doing and it's it's and i talk about the learned habit but even as a lot of that is a learned habit for me as soon as you give me the opportunity or as soon as you take away a purpose as soon as you take a, away a reason to, to need to get up i just go into this fucking horrendous place i just got a fuck life and then i was like today i was i put the washing out uh, uh, this morning this is, seems really trivial um, but I put the washing out earlier and I looked up and there was a bit of sun and I was fucking brilliant. I was like, I'll, I'll get a quick hour in here and hopefully this will be wrapped up. I can get the fucking washing done. Anyway, I put the washing on and I, I put the washing out and uh, I come back in. And with, when I went out the front to walk through to put something in the bin, the rain started. And I was just, I was so fucking angry with the fucking United Kingdom at the moment. I was like, this is so fucking depressing. I can't even dry my fucking clothes. And that's the kind of reaction I was taking. I was as I was stood there in my same smelly fucking, um, you know, piss-stained fucking boxes, probably my my same khaki trousers and the same jumper I've been wearing for three fucking days. I have, I, 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 I but I don't smell so because I've not done fuck all to smell. Um, well, actually, I'm probably just festering in my own smell, and I and I'm accompanied by three of my dogs, and they're all males. So whilst they're sitting there, and I'm they 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 groom themselves, they lick their own nuts. I don't have that ability to lick my own nuts, um, or I would never come out. So um, 
that's quite a good handy little fucking tip that um, you religious people, God, thank you, um, you scientists will say we haven't evolved into that just quite yet. Um, anyway, so, you know, um, but it's interesting because it made me think that um, I said something to myself, you've got to show up to this shit every fucking day. You've got to show up every day to your own life. If you don't, you, you, you won't get anywhere. But if you want to be what you want to be, you've got to show up every fucking day. Because if you take a day off, you're gonna that day never turns into one day. That turns into three days. Now, how many fucking people out there can I say, oh, we're not going to the gym today, and you don't go for that day. And then the next day, oh, no, something's cropped up. And you just then you start finding excuses. There's no difference in in that in the sense of what you're doing in your own life if you don't show up every day saying i'm going to go into work and i'm going to do a really good fucking job i'm going to learn that job i'm going to do it to the best of my ability and then i'm going to look for promotion so i can get advancement more money more fucking kudos whatever it may be um once you start doing that and you start looking at that goal to go ahead to get a bit more money then yeah, I mean, I know it's a, it's a bit of a difficult situation really now because there's a lot of generations, unfortunately for me, which is like fucking absolutely bonkers. Um, and and you must, I, I think about my dad's generation, I think about my generation, and I think about my daughter's generations. And, I, and there's obviously generations in between, but I mean, that's the 50s, the 80s, and the 20s, 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 yeah, things like 20s, 20s, 12 or something i think it was 2013 um so there's like there's three good comparisons there for generations but i look at all of us and i see how like my dad's generation made money and it was through hard graft labor you know fucking factory work uh coal mines all that fucking stuff real manly fucking man stuff you know if you like um you know that was very much the era that um you know the the the, the woman was always at home uh, and the man was always out doing you know doing his hard labor that's the way it was in those generations you take it away uh you can't take it away that's a fact sorry um and then you get my generation where it was very much sort of the the break into the technical te technology era if you like but also the same very hard graft because you know it was kind of the later stages but the early stages of my career you know there wasn't a massive amount of technology um, but it was hard graft but again that was when we started to see a lot more females coming out and you know doing uh, doing more work in industry work so it, it was quite a good industry quite quite a good generation really and then you get the generation now that's very much like can make fucking millions to just go viral and and i've and i've seen some fucking bonkers shit and i sit there and go how are you making money and i see people um i saw this fucking guy called mashtag brady i think his name is and um doing what he does fucking whatever i don't give a fuck he's, he's earning money he's doing himself but he's making fucking thousands from eating burgers <laughs> i just think so where's the generation? So this generation's got to the point where no one is turning up to work and we're being pressed even harder because, you know, my generation's now the, the main workforce, uh, the 40s, if you like, 30s and 40s. And then you've got these 20s that should be coming through to alleviate some of this pressure. And they're not alleviating the pressure. They're sitting there and they're just going, they're, they're making money through just doing their daily fucking lives on TikTok and, and YouTube and all that sort of stuff, they're just doing what they do on a daily basis, and everyone's going, this is really interesting, I like this, yes I do, because I get stuck into it, um, 
but I'm, you're just feeding them. But they're not actually bringing anything to the work party. So we're losing a massive skilled workforce, which is putting a lot of pressure on a lot of generations, you know, especially like my dad's generation. They're staying in work a lot longer than they should. Um, you've got, um, I mean, my dad's almost 17. He's still in fucking work. You know, and then you've got my generation. Um, you know, we're never going to fucking, we're never going to retire at this fucking rate because there's no one to replace. And it puts a lot of strain. But anyway, I digress into a little bit there. But I just wanted to say my little piece about that. Because it was a bit interesting. Like I said, chatting shit. Um, but it's, it's, it's sort of... But it all feeds into mental health. And it all feeds into the pressures that we're dealing with. That, you know, that you, you want to drive to get... You know, like, I'm in this really horrible situation at the moment for, for me. I want to advance for my career. Um, and I'm, I often get held back from advancement because i'm so meticulous and this isn't a big edited way at all but because i'm so meticulous because i i um i i sort of what's the word i'm fucking looking for i substitute um work for my for my home life because i like the fact that i have control over my work i can tell when i'm going in what i'm doing how well i'm doing it's a it's a control thing for me um and because i can control that environment i enjoy it so when you look at the other so i substitute quite a lot of my life in that in that space but because of my meticulous nature i don't tend to get advanced very quickly because they're like no you're doing your good stuff here like no but i want the money i want to do that that's what i want to be paid what i'm earning so it's there's a lot of stress you get held a lot back I'm trying to push for promotion massively. You have to constantly try and achieve to keep constantly stand out from the crowd. And there's a lot of pressures that you put on yourself. And they're self-induced pressures. I get that. Um, but we, we lose track and we lose focus sometimes of where we're going and what we're doing. Um, and sometimes that can happen. And if you lose focus of where you're going and what you're doing and, and you, you, you prioritise the wrong thing. I think that that's where we tend to fail. We tend to just, and a lot of men do this. I did this for years, is I substitute and still do it. Um, I'm, I'm a lot better than I used to be. Um, I, I'm, I'm now very much an advocate of shutting that fucking laptop down and jogging on and spending some quality time in the house or even if it's just some quality time with my fucking self and I don't mean masturbating. Um, although that's never off the cards. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm a man, fuck. Um, so, you know, for me, it's kind of... I think for me, it's it, it just it com it becomes twofold really because you can kind of get to the point where you substitute stuff, but you do what I did is when you substitute your life for work and don't get the gains out of work that you sh you think you should be getting. What you tend to do then is you tend to get even more depressed, and then when you go home because you've been away from home for so long and you've not really been there, the family's been raised almost without you to a degree you're then, you know, you're then another redundant part and then you become a field of redundancy. You don't know where the fuck I'm turning. So it's it's a delicate balance and I think it's a delicate balance that we need to get right. I think that there's two generations, I think, actually, beside me that that have got it completely and utterly fucking wrong. You've got my, my father's generation, if you like, the 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever. You've got those eras. Um, I think they work fucking way too fucking hard. There's, they're just way too dedicated to work. They just, they, it's almost like that's what they're used to. They just, it's almost an institutionalization of it. And then you've got the the generation below me that's almost the complete opposite. They don't want to go to fucking work. They just want to, 
you know, make some fucking money, enjoy life. And and I think that's the right thing to do in a sense, but then everything will crumble if we all think like that. So we need to come to this middle ground. I think that really, uh, a generation really of, of, it's our due diligence and our duty, I think, in our 30s and 40s now, because we recognise that 30s and 40s are the most stressful time for men. That's when our suicide rate fucking absolutely, it, it peaks. It's almost like a fucking, you know, a volcanic explosion is, is, is peaked at that point. Uh, and that's when our suicide rates, because that's when we're most under pressure. We're most under pressure to try and achieve. We're battling our own mental health problems in terms of, excuse me, that was the beer. That was a side on. I got so excited talking. Let me have a quick sip. But you've got the generation, we've got this um, 30s and 40s, we know that's when inherently people are committing suicide. And I'm in that, I'm in that bracket, if you like. As you well know, I've, I've, I've you know, I've, I've been susceptible, but there's a lot of pressures around this. And I think we need to do our due diligence here and actually take on board and, and, and talk about our problems and issues talk out there get the get these things known and then also try and find the correct work life balance and work life balance is such a huge thing because it, don't give the organization too much of your fucking time because they'll never they'll never look for a replacement or support or anything because you're doing too much and they'll always go well, he's a fucking brilliant guy whereas when you start showing what you can do bring it back down again and go no I'm not doing that until you start fucking in. there needs to be incentives and that's the workforce in general so don't don't commit too much of your time to it do what you need to do and get and get in get done and get out don't fuck around just have a nice steady day and manage your day time management is key me and my colleague were talking about this the other day that's a lot of people's problems is time management they spend too much time on things that they don't need to spend time on, and it puts pressures on ourselves. And then at the same time, what you need to do is shut that fucking laptop down at the right time. And I think that we have a duty in our generation now, our 30s and 40s, and you know, people that are listening, to, to try and acknowledge, with the support of everyone in their 20s and fucking 50s and 60s, we need all support. But it's our time now to shine. It's our time to go, well, actually, I am fucking struggling. I am having a fucking horrible time. I am trying to be a dad. I am trying to be a fucking son. I am trying to be a brother. I am trying to succeed in my own fucking ventures in life. I am trying to be a husband. I am trying to, you know, you, you, you don't, you sit, you've heard the curveballs that get fucking battered through my door. And it's like, you know, you've got to put life into context. Massively. Take a fucking step back and put life into context. Is your fucking problem really a big problem? If it isn't, then don't worry about it. If I can not worry about certain things that have crossed my path, and I've been through some fucking shit, let me tell you. All self-induced, I know. A lot of it is. But you need to take that pressure off yourself. You need to shut that laptop down at the right fucking time. And this is across everybody. This isn't just about men in general. This is about everybody needs to do this. Shut down. Go and spend some fucking time with your friends. Shut down early. Go and spend some time with your family. Ring the people you want to ring if you like ringing. Like, don't like ringing. Fuck, I'd rather see you face-to-face. -face. That's a bad thing for me. Working on myself. I'm working on myself. I'm developing. Okay, I'm developing. <laughs> but do these things. Get the right work-life balance. Because do you know what? Out of everything, work is never going to give back to you. Ever. They will pay you the smallest amount of money that they can get away with 
to do your job and always ask for more. Every corporation, every develop, every department, every fucking organisation, whatever, they will all do that. They have to try and do that. And then some people will bite and do more and they'll get promoted. Then there'll be people that will sit there and won't get promoted. That's your ambition. What do you want to do? Do you want to stand out and put yourself under this pressure to get promoted? Then do it. But there's going to be repercussions to that. Absolutely. But but at the end of the day, when you retire and you walk out that fucking door on day fucking, on on day fucking whatever it is, on that Tuesday morning, because if you want to finish on Tuesday morning, I don't know, I just fancy finishing on a Tuesday morning to like really fuck the week up, you know, so the other person who takes over for me doesn't get a full week. And no, in fact, actually, I'm going to make it really, I'm going to start, I'm going to leave on a Wednesday. So my last day will be Tuesday. So they've got to start on a Wednesday. So there's like, they're never going to do a full week. They're not going to start them on the Monday. They might try and do a handover, but I'm going to make it difficult because I'm retiring. I don't give a fuck. And by then, I would already be a cantankerous bastard anyway. So they know they're not going to get anything out of me. So they're like, just fucking start him on Wednesday because they don't want to double pay. Anyway, <clears throat> that's the awkward bastard I'm going to be. Um, <clears throat> so, but what you need to do is you need to stop, reset. And, and because at the end of that day, when you leave on that Wednesday fucking morning, that's your last day and that Wednesday morning, someone's going to come and replace you. A younger person who will come and replace you, who probably know how to do it 10 times better than you, because that's the way we're evolving. So, or there'll be a machine that's probably already fucking replaced you anyway, and they're not waiting, they don't really care. You've been sat in a canteen for the last fucking five years on minimal pay because the machine is doing your job. So, but, and that's the facts and the reality of it is. But do you know what? At the end of it, yeah, if you can say you put in minimal time because 60 to, 60 to 70% of your time behind you, yeah, was so we work 37 hours a week. Some of us, I know there's going to be but core hours, whatever your core hours are, trying to get them down to a respectable. And if you're going to go, no, nah, I work fucking 100 hours a week. Uh, well, it's your own fucking fault, mate. If you want to work 100 hours a week and beast yourself, then, you know, do whatever you got to fucking do, bud. But <clears throat> that's not for me. That's not how I fucking roll. So, you know, that's the development piece. It's what you want out of life, you know. And, and I understand that some people have to do these things and we have to work 100 hours to get small money because they're not skilled. I'm only being sarcastic because I'm a British sarcastic twat. Um, but anyway, but what I mean is the foundation of it is, and this is the reason why I gave 37 hours, was because I was looking at it. In, in if, uh, if there's 100% of time, and 30, so 100% a week, and 37% of it is fucking used for hours, there's 100 hours in a week we're just going to break down that because i'm not very good at maths then the rest of that time is going to be spent with family giving you memories giving you time giving you endorphins giving you in 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 fucking it's going to give you adrenaline it's going to give you whatever if you're spending time with your friend you know you're going to fucking have a you do something stupid you're going to make memories you're going to have fun I can cast my mind back to some fucking times that i like i said the other day that that were crazy memories but there's been good there's been bad but none of them i think as as, like i said the other day then none of them are bad i had a memory from the other day that i was reflected on today the other month uh, the other year and it was my good friend um uh well it was it was stephen evans my mate nevins it was his um stank do and we ended up going there because he's not he's not a drinker or anything like that we ended up going on the beach and it was a bit fucking like a bit um I'm not going to say it's a, a bit of a. It was a bit of a letdown because that's probably a bit rude. But it, I mean, it was. A, there was. We didn't do a lot. Nothing was really planned, 
Um, and that's no fault of anybody else's because there was no plan in the sense that we weren't supposed to do it. And I know that I'm going to say that because my mate Nelly will be listening and he'll be like, fucking man! I'm like, no, mate, I know you do. You weren't given a plan. But at the same time, this is where I'm going to get the good part, so just hold on your horses. Um, at the time, it was a bit of a letdown. It was a bit of a like, fucking hell, that was a bit of shit. You know, and no one's got no one's got smashed. I've, I've had no one fucking dancing on my face, paying extortionate money for something that, you know, I don't fucking need, you know, in terms of a fucking button nose. Um, you know, so none of this has happened. I'm not smashed. I've not, there's nothing crazy's happened. So, you know, what we did. But do you know what we did? We, we walked for fucking about five miles, it felt like. Um, all the way down the whole length of fucking Bournemouth Frontier, um, the, the beachfront, all the way down, had a fucking amazing burger, and then walked all the way back. So the plus side was, the plus side, listen to me, was I got to talk to fucking my mates constantly for like two and a half, three hours, just constantly, just having chin wags, walking along, having banter. And that was the invaluable memory that I've got from spending time with him and them. At that time, and this is the importance of, you can't take you, no, you, everything I've said. I can't emphasize enough, and it's not in a morbid sense. But everything you have right now, your pensions and fucking everything, your house, the lot, will all get handed back. It all goes back. You don't see it with you. You do not take it with you. Your clothes will fade in the same rate, maybe slightly less. Um, they won't. They won't maybe degrade as quickly as say Primark stuff if you bought Adidas. But at the same time, who gives a fuck? At the price of Primark, you can buy three T-shirts to last as long as the fucking one and look different. And then every fucking day, we spend so much fucking time stressing about the shit that we don't need to stress about. And we sit there and go, "I've got this and this and this." No, but you're missing out on time right now. It's like me. I and this is the reason I say this is because I'm I've been fixated on pensions. And working hard and, and getting my pension locked in and all this sort of stuff. And I'm going, well, fuck, I might not even be alive at 60 fucking 7. And that's what it is now. Um, but it'd probably be 70 by the time I get to fucking there. Well, I, I might not be a fucking life. So who gives a fuck about the pension? Who gives a fuck about this? Just start fucking pumping, get promoted, get some fucking money in there and start enjoying life with the friends and the family. Start spending, start spending time on good memories though. Not just frivolous stuff. You know, don't don't waste your money on, on stuff that just is going to get handed back or wasted away. Take that time to, to make the memories with the right people. Engage. We all go through our own challenges in life. Some of us go quiet. Like I said, I've turned into this fucking weirdo this last three fucking days. I've try, I'm trying to cut, perk myself up, but I, I'm not fucking moving. I'm not showered. I'm in the same fucking stuff. All I've literally done is gone from downstairs fucking upstairs to bed and then da slept got back downstairs sat in the sofa and the occasional time moved out to the fucking cabin to do a podcast that's all i've done that's ridiculous but that's that lack of motivation what am i getting up for there's no one around me i don't know what there's no i got no fucking transport to go anywhere you know i could get on a bus but where and who am i going to see what am I, there's all these questions because that's where I'm at. I'm in this little limbo period. But the frustrating bit is, if you had those people, this wouldn't be a, a problem. If you would, if you were doing the right things and shutting the right things down and switching off from work and re-engaging and making, I think that when you look at like the Spanish way of life, and I think for, not even the Spanish. I'm going to use um, when I went to Brussels. Um, I went to Brussels and Bruges. Their way of life is incredible. 
literally they go out nearly every fucking night for like a, a meal because it's fairly cheap i know you can do that in the uk but i'm saying they've got it right they've got it at the set at the right level they're all sat there chatting away no one's sat in their fucking house when i stayed in the airbnb over there the woman was like no we're hardly ever here mate we're, we we work and we go out and literally the only time we're here to sleep but it's just a fucking it's just a, a, a and it was a lovely place and she said i made it lovely for airbnb for fucking tourists to come out i don't give a fuck is my bedroom's there and the ensuite is all in and and literally downstairs it was there was nothing there was like a two sofas with an open window no fucking tv uh, and an absolutely uh, amazing epic bose surround sound system that played into every single room including the uh, bathroom with its own lighting and so everything was at market but she was like i've just done it for the airbnb market and all I do is I go out every single fucking night, whether it's fucking going, a, uh, you know, just for a, a walk or they go to the bar and they just have a couple of coffees. But their couple of coffees will last fucking hours. But they're, they're learning off of people. And if you look at them all, they're all happy because they're just enjoying life. We get so fixated on this, the, 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 the things that don't really matter, you know, being in work doesn't really matter you know it doesn't as long as you're doing what you need to do to earn your money that's what you need to focus on shut that shit down don't take it away with you don't fucking take it home just shut it down if you're not happy when you're not shutting it down i.e you're using it as a suppressant to manage your life and hide away from something or you're using work as your smoke screen like most of us do then you've got to look further afield. You've got to dive into yourself a little bit deeper because there's something more meaningful. If you're not enjoying switching off that job and going to spend time with whoever, then you've not nurtured the right people around you that make that fun. And this is this reset point that I keep talking about. Irrelevant of when you're listening to me, whatever this podcast is, right from the fucking word go in January last year, irrelevant of where you are in the journey that I'm listening you're listening to me you can start your own journey because it's all around the same thing it's all around you need to show up every single day and you need to do what you need to do grab your well-being I had some fucking I, do you know what? I had some amazing I sent my friend a, a message the one I gave a little shout out to on TikTok who's doing 10k for 10k um <clears throat> and um I sent him a little message just saying, because he, he, he was down the other day, and I didn't really acknowledge it, probably because of my own fucking self, to be honest. I was a bit selfish, but I re-engaged, so I knew there was something wrong in the back of my head, because I, 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 I seeked out his, um, his profile, so not stalking him, but I was like, there's something I haven't engaged with here that I've, that I've glazed over. Um, which is the way my brain goes every now and then i'll think oh fuck i should have done that or oh fuck i should have done that oh god yeah i didn't speak to such and such so i do it all the fucking time so but then i do remember i and it was a few days ago so i, I looked at his profile which is why i gave him the shout out and i messaged him and he said i did a uh, he did two videos since i'd last seen one of his videos and one of them was um he was really fucking and not in a really good place and I was like, I remember him saying to me on the messenger about that. <clears throat> I didn't realize he did a video. So I watched the whole video and I was like, fucking hell, yeah, fair play. So I sent him a message saying, mate, dude, you're, you're smashing it. Stay fucking strong, mate. You really are. And then the next um, the, the next video after that was a, a really inspirational one. He gave an inspirational voice, a speech. And um, for me, that was like, 
So I said to him, mate, this is fucking incredible. Real good inspiration. He said, I got inspiration from your podcast, buddy. And I was like, mate, that's that's a real heartwarming thing. And I love that. And it's like, that's the bit, that's the reason why I do the, all of these things I do. I'm, You know, I, I acknowledge I'm not going to be a fucking millionaire. Absolutely not. You know, I've got a goal. I, I know what my goal is. And believe it or not, it's a relatively fucking small goal, to be perfectly honest. It's just, you know, it takes a lot of hard work to get there. And that's why I keep asking for support. But for me, the the reality of actually inspiring somebody to change their mindset and keep that strength is a really important message because he was in a horrible place he's listened to my podcast he's got the inspiration and he's spreading the word that's the beauty this is the domino effect and this is why i said we need to be accountable in our generation to make this difference because don't be ashamed to talk about it don't be ashamed we all battle things there's nothing to be ashamed of you're not weak and I, and I and I will say that because if there's anyone that isn't fucking weak, it's fucking me. I'm I'm not weak-minded at all, at all. Like literally, I'm fucking very I'm very stubborn and very strong-willed. Except mental health, it debilitates me. And there's not I'm trying everything I can, but I do get a far less. I mean, Christ alive! If you, you know, if you knew where I was five years ago to where I am now. And I've still got a long journey to go. I, I have what I, uh, what I do is I, um, every two weeks, I have a little like a, we go to a coffee shop, and um, have a little chat and basically with my missus and I say you know or, or normally if we go out on on a, on a day and we we'll spend the day together and I'll, I'll try and engage with us you know just sort of talk we openly talk, and I just say you know how how are things because I don't remember a lot of the negatives that I do so they just become amalgamated into me and because it just seems general that I'm just this bullshit guy I lose a bit of shit every now and then but I have never thought it's as bad as it is um even when I look back and reflect back at all the times that I've done some fucking like really you know fucking stupid things and I think back and go well it wasn't that bad and then when I talk to my friends and and you know I talk to um my my mate Kieran often tells me the truth now and I say to him, you know, fuck, was that a bit rude? And he was like, yeah, it was, mate. <laughs> you know, and and I've we've spoken in we've spoken quite heavily, um, more so now as I'm probably in a in a better place than I've been over in the last ten years. <clears throat> and we talk quite a bit, and I just I talk about the things that I've done, and he's been there for a lot of the bad stuff and a lot of the the good times. Uh, and I often say to him, you know, was it that bad? And he was like, mate, it was, uh, yeah, it was really bad. Um, and it's times like that and I go oh okay then so I, I I now have to because I don't I seem to obviously just blank this shit out um so I I have this these meetings with my missus and I, and I sit down and say you know how am I doing <laughs> basically like a therapy session and she's like oh no you, you you're doing you're doing better you're doing better and she's noticed that I do better when I take control of things and I have the ability to manage my life um when I lose the ability to manage my money and I manage and which is a, a an ADHD fucking trait as well which is really ridiculous but when I lose the ability to manage money and manage my life and manage my my plans going forward education training and all that it all just falls away it's like a domino effect it's like a domino effect I just go into a really fucking shit place and she says you 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 can't stop you constantly keep change keep striving for more and more and more and she said it's quite um it's quite um what's the word i'm looking for um 
de-energizing you know she's it's like there's a word i can't fucking think of it when you lose the energy for that person and you go fucking hey drive me insane it's almost like that someone will tell me i know they will <laughs> tell me when you lose energy um over over something there'll be there's a word i can't think of it um but yeah anyway so the only thing is like i said these people stick around me because they understand it's my mental health and and that's the reason I, I, I do this, the reason I want to talk about this, the reason I think that we should all do this, promote it and get the awareness out there is because it's, don't, don't be ashamed of it. I'm certainly not ashamed of it. I don't care if anybody says to me, oh, fucking hell, you struggle from PTSD, do you? And depression. I'll be like, yeah. Okay. Well, there's nothing I can do about that, mate. There's, there's people out there that are schizophrenic. There's people out there with fucking Asperger's, autism, fucking ADHD. You know, they get, there's loads and loads and loads of soldiers out there with PTSD that have, that have to endure these things. I'm just a small little fucking one person, mate. Um, but the problem is a lot of those people oh, smacked me fucking, um, <laughs> smacked my fucking microphone. The, the problem with all of those is they're all exacerbated. They, they, they're, symptoms are exacerbated because they don't talk and i said to you it's so easy to get into that place i've been into that place this week i had to force myself to talk on monday after keep constantly missing i'd lost that motivation you have to show up every single day to do it if you don't then it won't happen if you don't look outside of your life and go okay i can make that life a bit better for him and, and i'm comfortable or i need to go and engage with him because you know i'm having a fucking great time let's make some fucking plans if you just skip all of those little good things and just go do you know what um i got to the end of my life and fucking hell mate i worked hard you know they gave me this um look they gave me this 25.99 plaque that they they had engraved and it was a pound per word so you know they put James on there because that's the reality of it. That is the absolute reality of it. The people around you are the ones that matter. They're the ones that actually make your life. So make sure they're the right ones around you, but make sure they're also, you're doing your bit. Put in what you get out. And that's the important bit. If you're not interested in putting out, then get out. If you don't want to put it, if you don't want to put the same energy in that everyone else is putting in, then get out of that situation. Don't stay in it because you'll just bring everybody down. It's this really, it, that, that's the importance of it. If you, and, and that's the, that's the, you need to take that onus on yourself. If you know you're not putting in enough, then don't. And, but, but don't make it difficult for all the other things. And, and that's why you need to show up every single day. Give 110% to your life. Not to work. Give 110% to you. You deserve it. You deserve 110%. You deserve to sit there and go, I've got a problem here with my partner. Why? Does she know about it? Or he? Or Does he or she know about it? I don't know. Have you spoke to her about it? Him? Her? I'm going to keep... I'm just going to say her because that's what I identify as. <laughs> okay, man. And I'm talking about a woman. Um, so I'm just going to say it for my ease. But I acknowledge there's loads of other things out there. Um, loads of other <laughs> genders and stuff. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm born in the 80s. Um, so, but yeah, I'm, I'm like, there she is. You know, and, and that's the, I've lost my train of thought now because I fucking see, I, I get so scared. That's why I shouldn't be, I shouldn't have to be worried about what I say. It's so hard. It shouldn't be hard for me, I know. But anyway, show up every single day. And if you've got a problem with that person, does that person know about it? Does That's it. It, it, it came back. Click. Um, does that person know about it? 
Do they know there's a problem? Have you spoke about the problem? Is the problem treatable? Can you bring your mental health back online by acknowledging there's a problem and talking about the problem and getting to the facts of the reality? Because it might be something you can simply change. If it's something you can't change, then work on it as a team. If it's gone beyond a team, move on. It's as simple as that. Put in what you get out and get out what you put in. It's as simple as that's just what you do with life. It's, it's a constant battle. It's a constant triage. Absolutely. And it doesn't happen overnight. None of this happens overnight. Please remember that. That's a little caveat. Mental health isn't cured overnight. All right, That should be the, the warning label. Um, and, but, but we can do our part. Okay, And this is what I'm here for. This is the motivational bit. It's just to say, if you show up every day, it becomes easier. If you set yourself goals, it becomes easier. If you help people in life, you get a lot out of that. I get a lot out of helping people. I really fucking do. It, it, it drives me to help people. I want to, But at the same time, I get frustrated when I help people and they don't put in the same help that I'm giving them. And I'm like, or they put, don't have the same inputs. That's a bit frustrating with human beings. Some human beings want to sit there and just go, I'm quite glad to take the help. And I'm like, well, you've got to put your fucking effort in. <laughs> Dickheads. Anyway. anyway, I'm going to leave it there. I think I've bashed your eardrums enough. Um, and, and plus, my cider um, is, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a bit fucking, it's a bit warm, but I'm still going to drink it. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to me. I hope I've given you some inspirational pressure, some inspirational boom. Get some, get some can, get some fucking TNT up that backside and get you out tomorrow. Uh, changing lives, making, making lives different, changing whatever you can change. Um, you know, you might be able to, and I don't mean change about yourself, okay, because you never change for anybody, be yourself, but you might be able to change someone else's perception, you may be able to make someone smile, go out and make someone smile tomorrow, try and organise something, do something productive, um, actually make an effort, and I don't, and, and because the, the reward is incredible for yourself, let alone that other person, um, and, on, and as always, please, please comment, share, like, do the jazzy, jazzy stuff, go and check out my, um, James Little John Designs on um, Etsy and on Facebook and The Gentleman's Talk if you've got any topics you want me to talk about. I've got a plethora of ways you can talk to me because I'm that widely open. <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm like a $5 hooker. <laughs> Cheap and cheerful. Getting rammed all over. Anyway, I've given you too much detail there. Thank you for listening to me. I really do hope you have a spectacular rest of the evening, day, week, whatever time you're listening to this. And I hope I've given you a little bit of inspiration. I really do. Because that's what this is about. Um, it's inspiring people to talk out, let people know. But we can get to the point where it doesn't get to the desperation point. It, we, can, we, can, we can just mitigate that whole piece by reducing our suicide rates, by reducing our depression rates, or by just trying to talk a little bit. If you're at work and you're struggling, talk out. Maybe it's something somebody can help you with. Maybe you need more training. Do something. Do, try to find out what your, your chemical imbalance in your brain is, what's causing you stress or depression, and try to resolve that. Take charge of your life. Thank you for listening to me. I love talking to you and I will look forward to speaking to you again soon. Take care, everyone. Bye.